This is the Bartender Journey Podcast. Hey, it's the Bartender Journey Podcast number 77. My name is Brian Vincent Weber. Longtime listeners of the show know me by my nickname, Vince. And you can call me Brian. You can call me Vince. You can call me, well, just those two. <laughs> We're the podcast that talks all about bartending. Sometimes we offer our humble opinions on how to be a better bartender. Sometimes we just tell stories from behind the bar. Sometimes I talk to experts in the field of cocktails and spirits. And as you listen to this, or as I release it anyway, July 15th, 2014, I'm headed to Tales of the Cocktail today. So I've uh, forged an alliance with Tales of the Cocktail. Um, I'm going to be producing audio content exclusively for their um, Tales of the it's called Tales 365, which is a great new membership program, and you can find out more about that on talesofthecocktail.com. But they'll have exclusive content, uh, some of it being my audio content, some of it being video content from, from the Tales of the Cocktail seminar, and you'll see you'll, there's going to be all kinds of great benefits for joining up. Just go to talesofthecocktail.com for more information about that. And if you haven't listened to last week's show yet, Listen to that. I have an interview with Tales of the Cocktail founder Ann Tunerman, and we talk all about the Tales 365, as well as uh, tips for attending the Tales of the Cocktail conference itself and all kinds of interesting things. So check that out, last week's show, number 76. And as part of this deal with Tales of the Cocktail, they've given me access to a lot of great people uh, I'm going to be interviewing while I'm down there, Dale DeGroff, Julie Reiner. I'm going to be talking to David Wondrich. Uh, hopefully, Steve Schneider and I will have a few minutes to get together. My schedule is jam-packed for the time I'm down there, um, and I'm going to be recording a lot of the seminars word for word, um, which um, the meat of which, it's a little complicated, the deal that we forged here. Most of it, like I said, is going to be on Tales 365. Uh, some of it will be available here on Bartender Journey uh, a couple weeks after it's released, released exclusively on Tales 365. And little snippets uh, here and there, like today, I'm going to give you a little tease of my interview with Jim Meehan, and he is such a great guy, uh, knowledgeable guy, and uh, he invited me into his bar, PDT, the other day, and we had a great chat. Um, uh, today's show is going to be about looking for jobs as, as a bartender, and uh, we have Vano on the show today. He's got some opinions on that, and he's also uh, got a great story about a recent experience when he went to a bar as a guest, and his um, bartender who sort of wouldn't leave him alone. So that's a great story, and hopefully it's something you can take, uh, get a little takeaway from or, you know, give you something to think about next time you're behind the bar anyway. So we'll hear from Jim Meehan first and then from Vano. If you could just uh, give us a couple of traits you look for when hiring a bartender. I feel like one of the things I always say to people is that I sort of, you know, when I'm interviewing them is that I can't, I can't really train you. I didn't, I can't, I can't, I didn't raise you and, I, and I'm not going to raise you behind the bar. So in general, I look for those like little characteristics that show something that mom or dad did for you. You know what I mean? Something like politeness. Like I re- I'll, I'll never forget interviewing a former bartender of mine who I was in time hiring as a barback and he came so applying for the barback position. He came in a shirt and tie and coat. <laughs> and I feel like when someone dresses up for the interview and they show up on time, it's like they're taking me seriously. They're taking the opportunity seriously. That means something to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I take a, I take a resume, a well, um, a well-written, organized, uh, designed resume seriously. I take, um, and I sort of basically look at hiring. Hiring someone is a lot like dating uh, <laughs> in the sense that there are, you know, a lot of times people ask like, you know, when do you hire? Or like how many people do you hire? And hiring 
is not really something that you do unless you need to fill a position. So right. timing is such a huge part of hiring and really such a huge part of all, you know, someone's performance throughout the course of their time with you. So, um, you know, things like when can you start or, <laughs> you know, what's your, what's your availability or what's your flexibility. And, and I find that the people that, that come to me in an interview who can start right away and who can sort of devote the amount of time I need to train them and who are, you know, diligent about getting about, you know, that training, like to me, that's huge. And, and as far as on the trails, you know, there's some people on a trail who like the trainer has to almost follow them around because they're not, they're not remaining, you know, they're not allowing the trainer to train them. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's very important to me when someone is training that they are, um, humble enough to, to really just sort of follow someone around very closely and just sort of do as they say. Right. Yeah. So it's, I, I find, I found after many years of hiring that I can be deceived. I've, I've not, every, every hire I've made is not perfect and someone can deceive me in, in a 45 minute interview and, and over three days of, um, in over three days of training or four days of training. So I, I think that ultimately you got to go back to those traits that like, you know, we're, how you were raised Mm. you know i can train people how to do the job the way that i want the job done but i can't train people to do what their parents hopefully train them to do right just be good people and be upright and be have integrity and and be kind and thoughtful and those things those are things that you either came with it or 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 you don't right right so yeah, Jim Meehan and I had a great conversation at PDT, and uh, we talked for over half an hour about all kinds of things from how to run a successful bar, like he does, and uh, about cocktails and uh, trends in the business. So the full interview will be on Tales 365, and you can learn more about that at talesofthecocktail.com. And um Yeah, I'm going to be producing all kinds of great content for Tales 365, including, like I said in the beginning, with Dale DeGroff, David Wondridge, Julie Reiner, and uh, lots more interesting people that I'm going to meet down at Tales this week. All right, well, Vano's got some ideas, too, about how to get a job in the bartending world, whether you're just starting out or looking for a new gig. So uh, let's hear that conversation. What are we going to talk about today, Vano? All right, tis the season. It's about uh, this is a great opportunity for bartenders out there to look for work. You know, it's this, this time of season where, you know, we you have wedding season, great weather for bars, outdoor bars. People are in good mood, you know, with the nice weather. And uh, let's get right to it, man. Uh, find your target or targets of where you want to work. Whether, you know, we talk about this in other shows, but, you know, whether you want to work at a bar, a dive bar, g- golf clubs, nightclubs, restaurants, catering halls, mm-hmm. you know, start looking. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing with resumes if you have no experience, keep your resume short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Don't be over the top. You know, just right. basically put where you work, maybe your education, ex- educational experience, and uh, basically put you know you what you the steps you've taken to become a bartender. You memorize mm-hmm. drinks, tips, certified, mm-hmm. whatever you want to kill it when you meet that person live. Right. You know. And uh, by the way, I've said it before, but you're much better off with a uh, with making up yourself a resume ahead of time than going in and filling out that generic application because they all look the same when somebody picks them up. So make your resume look look cool. And, uh, yeah, you really don't want to lie, like you said, right? No, no, not at all. Not yeah. at all. People, people, that's too much pressure, and th- there's no need for that. Right. If you come to someone honest with, you know, mm-hmm. with good intentions, you know, 
they're gonna they, you, you'll find someone to hire you right if you have experience but haven't bartended in a while again don't be over the top get to the point um, another thing for, for both play, for both times whether you have experience or no experience apply in person mm-hmm. it's just my opinion because you meet someone like me I'm a manager and I meet someone that's eager has a good attitude and, and is hungry right don't don't leave your resume in a pile and leave it to chance. Go out yeah. there and if you you know and go in person. Yeah. You know you don't always get that opportunity. Unfortunately, more and more places now that want you to apply online or uh, you know not not a small family restaurant or bar, but you know if you're going for a chain or even even a big catering hall, probably yeah. they uh, they want you to apply online. You know, so it's but yeah, it's great I advice if you can me, make it work. I don't. It's just just me personally. May when I I'm, yeah, listen. I meet someone and I, I can talk to them. Yeah. When I meet someone, I want to connect. Right. And uh, it may backfire, but that's just my philosophy. You know, you do what you want, but that for me, I've always go in person. And a lot of them do not apply in person. I just will make something up. I happen to be in the area. Mm-hmm. And I just want to connect because if you work, you want to see how this person works live. Yeah. That's this. We're in a business where bartending is all about connecting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to leave, I'm not going to leave my, my opportunity, you know, in a pile to chance. I right. want to, we're like, wow, this kid came. He was really hungry. You know, like yeah. he, so anyway, that, that's my two cents on that. If you have experience, but haven't bartended in a while, brush up on your stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I recently had a, uh, I worked with a bartender that, uh, you know, he told the, the owner, the manager that he bartended five years ago, but when we're talking to him, he bartended at a, uh, you know, beer bar where he just did shots and beers and basic drinks. And he had no, no knowledge of comp, com- complex drinks uh-huh. and uh, i helped him the whole night now if he didn't he, if he didn't meet someone that was nice like myself yeah and another bartender would say this guy sucks and get rid of him you know what i mean so brush up on if you haven't been in the game in a while brush up you know be familiar yeah. with stuff but you i mean that said i think uh just that experience being behind the bar even if you are only serving shots and beers you know it's it's great experience yes. you know i mean it's that's you know at least 80 percent of the game right there is just being behind the bar knowing how to interact with people yeah you know absolutely but you know i'm just saying like the guy really like couldn't make like um, martinis and that's frowned upon now you know what I mean people expect that and you know I helped he was an older guy he was you know he has a family he was a construction worker so Mm. I you know I wanted to help him you know so but he had a great personality but anyway apply in person show passion heart you know a strong drive to work hard now this is something that I I thought long and hard about and I'm going to throw that out there and it's up to you but if, if you have no experience Offer to work for free. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked about that. You know, I think you even brought it up. You said oh, offer to do like two shifts free. But maybe, you know, if you go to someone that you tell them you have no experience and maybe you can, if you, if it's in your means, offer to work for free for like three shifts or four shifts. Yeah. Look at Whatever it as going number. to bartending school free. Yeah. Whatever the number is, my, my point was just don't say I'll work for free and leave it open-ended. You know, yep. you got to put a, you got to put a time limit on when you're work, willing to work for yeah. free because... They'll let you work for free forever, yep. you know, and commit to that. Right, you commit to that. You know, you, you know, your social life gets put on hold. Mm. You know what I mean? You're learning a skill, mm-hmm. a val- valuable skill set that that you can that will carry you through the rest of your lives. You can always go back to bartending. That's mm-hmm. what's great about bartending. Right. You know what I mean? That's just, what I did. I, yeah. I didn't bartend for me too for like a long time. I took time. a good four or five years off before uh, I, I was like ten. Um, expect no money the first month. Uh, and like I said, you look at it as, you know, bartending school for free 
And this will impress the owner or manager. It shows mm -hmm. people like that. If you, if if I just took me five years to get my bar going, I had to sacrifice. Right. And I'm meeting an individual that's willing to sacrifice no money because they want to learn a skill. That's what I want. I yep. want that because you can. That's that's something that's instilled in you. Like that shows heart and drive. And I want that person on my team. Mm -hmm. um, and you learn the whole. You learn the whole industry. You learn to set up the breakdown, front to back. Yeah. You get the, you get a, a great education. Um, yeah, you got you to be willing to pitch in with whatever needs to be done. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, be yourself. Impress people with your personality. Powerful smile. Mm. When you're behind the bar, you got to really. I have a problem with that sometimes because I get so focused, I forget to smile, mm -hmm. and people think I'm angry or upset, mm -hmm. and I'm not. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I had people. I, I get I always smile. Mm -hmm. So work on having a powerful yeah. smile. Powerful, yeah, almost like uh, exaggerated smile. You yeah, know? yeah, because <laughs> I can get so like lost in something where I, I'm far from being mad. I'm just driven, and it looks like you know what what's going on. Are you all right, and uh -huh. I'm like, dude? I'm fine. So work on that, and uh, you know, thank them and walk out with confidence, and the chips fall where they may. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just my opinion, but you know, walk out like you just you know scored major, you know, a major goal. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and that's it. What else? Um, okay, and and you know what? I mean, believe it or not, I think there's more pressure for someone that has experience as a bartender than someone that has no experience. Yep. Keep that in mind. You, if you come to somebody that owns a bar and say, listen, I have no experience. I you know, got inspired listening to Bartender's Journey. Mm -hmm. I know 30, 40 drinks by memory. Mm -hmm. I'm tip certified. I'm willing to work for free. Mm -hmm. I, just, just give me a chance, you know? Mm -hmm. And people like that versus, you know, I have... I've been bartending since uh, 2000. I worked at different places. You now, you it's more pressure on that bartender because you're expected to know everything. Been there, you know, yeah. And well, it happened to me. You know, I've, I've talked about it on the show before, but that when I worked at that Irish pub, you know, they said they want experienced bartenders, and I, you know, and I am, and I get there, and they're like looking at me like, you know, what's going on? I'm like, I, I don't know where you keep the extra cocktail stirs, you know, I run out. I, I don't know where to find the fucking things. Or, you know, the, you know, there was no training at all because I say, it, I'm, you know, I'm a, a, an experienced bartender and that's what they were looking for. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know their procedures. I don't know, you know, uh, anything, you know, how they like the cash dropped and all, you know, all these things. Like there's 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 training involved, even if it is a, a experienced bartender, you know, you're not going to come in there as an experienced bartender and know where to find, uh, you know, whatever am i supposed yeah. to clean these glasses or send them to the kitchen to be cleaned or you know there's there's a hundred thousand things i could mention you know that that you need to know coming in there you know <laughs> it's not not just about making drinks no it's tough and uh always expect to be fired it's just the nature of the business but if you go in there with that with that mindset you know you're going to succeed and you know you're not lie like i said when i first started bartending schools told you to lie to get work and it was so much pressure because mm -hmm. you 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 built this bullshit yeah. you know background that you you don't even have yeah. and then you go and people are like into you know there's nothing worse than that so you know keep it honest and uh you know eventually you're gonna land mm -hmm. someone's gonna someone will, will hire you um so you know just this is the time of year to look for work and uh just be positive and persistent and someone will eventually hire you just keep on trucking mm -hmm. but uh something fun you're gonna like this man um I want uh, like a, like 
two weeks ago, it was like a Thursday night. I met up with my friend. I haven't seen her in a while. Mm-hmm. We go to like this uh, chain restaurant bar. Mm-hmm. Like Thursday night, like around like nine. It's kind of dead. So we go in there, man. And dude, I wanted to go there, sit at the bar, have a drink, mm-hmm. talk, relax, and chill. Because I, I don't get to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's so hard for me to have the time to do that. And if I'm working, I'm, I'm the bartender. Right. You know what I mean? I wanted that pleasure of just sitting at the bar. Not a fucking booth. I wanted yeah. to sit at the bar, stare at the bottles, yeah. hear the music, watch the mm-hmm. TV, and just relax and talk. So I meet my friend. I haven't seen her in a while. We start talking. The bartender you know, come, approaches us. Um, right off the bat, I could tell she's tipsy. You know, she's getting high on her own supply. First rule of bartending. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to watch that. But I could tell she's uh, getting, you know, she's tipsy. We order appetizers and we drinks and we start talking. And this bartender is just like working her way into the conversation. It's a private mm-hmm. conversation. I'm not mm-hmm. looking for her. I don't want her to participate. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly, I don't really want nothing from her. Mm-hmm. She's going to make a lot of money for me tonight. And all mm-hmm. she has to do is just leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah. But she's just, she's just like keeps getting in. She's talking, pushing shots, pushing us to try shots. So I'm like, no, I'm good. And she disappears. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe she's just trying hard. She's a little drunk. Leave her alone, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm talking, dude, within seven minutes, there she is, man. She's cluttering chaos. She looked like the Tasmanian devil, man, <laughs> approaching us. Just like, and she's shouting from us from across the bar. I can't hear what she's saying. And she's coming to us. And, t- and I, by the time I get to her, I hear the last part of what she's saying. <laughs> Pushing shots. And she's telling us about herself. <laughs> That uh, she be- has no license. She takes a cab to work. <laughs> After work, she's going to uh, to a bar uh-huh. to drink. <laughs> so it's like way too much information. And uh, I, I, I do a shot on the protest. I don't even yeah. want to do a shot. I do uh-huh. it on the protest, uh-huh. hoping she just goes away. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I do. I want nothing to do with bartending. I don't want to talk about the fucking podcast. I want yeah. nothing. I just this is my time. You know right. what I mean? I you, she's killing that experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're a bartender. You got to know when to participate, when not to participate. Mm-hmm. It's a private conversation. See right. your way out. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Jump off my cloud. Like just leave me alone. <laughs> and she wouldn't. You know. So anyway, we're talking. We're doing. You know. And I, I find I do the shot in the protest, and you know what? She didn't go away. No, she didn't go away. She just and I just I just tapped out. I just like whatever. Hearing her talk, and I just started analyzing her. Now she had my attention, and now I'm like, now you're a fucking focal point for a podcast. Now, now you're a fucking focal point. Are you happy no now? Look what so you made me do happened. to you. Look what you made me do to you. And you know what I noticed that she did? Very clever. She was she kept like would go to the end of the bar and drink. Uh-huh. And then come back, which I, I couldn't understand. But with my Sherlock Holmes deductive reasoning, yeah. I'm thinking she kept pushing shots. Yeah. And she would um, overpour the shots. And she yeah. would, it was the cinnamon whiskey shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. She would go at the end of the bar and take a sip of that and come back. And I'm thinking that there was no camera in that area of the yeah. bar uh-huh. where she would go to the end of the bar. The bar, the camera was on her facing the customer. Yeah. yeah. So no one saw her drinking, but she was a, met, a whiskey voice. Mm-hmm. You know, the whiskey raspy voice, yeah. the whiskey voice, the um, smoker's voice she had. <laughs> Young girl too, man. Mm. It was kind of, it was a train wreck. Like wow. she's going down a, a, a bad road, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, if I worked with her, 
By the mm. third time, I, I break it down for her. Yeah. I put her on the couch and like, yo, listen, I'm, I'm going to break it down for you. You need to get your shit. You need to rethink your life. You're too young for this shit because it's just, yeah. how can someone bartend like that? That's a, that's a fucking mess. Yeah. You're a lifeguard as a bartender. Right. There's an ocean out there and you're making sure no one gets swallowed up by that ocean. She's fucking drowning herself and she's going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, it, just, it just freaked me out. And I just, you know, she denied me that experience as a fucking bartender. Mm. All she had to do, man, was every now and then check on me. Are yeah. you good? Right. You want a refill? Every 10 minutes, every 15 minutes. Yeah. Bro, I would have tipped her nice. Yeah. Because I was in a good mood. I haven't seen my friend. And I got this bartender just like, she's cock blocking me, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, dude? Yeah. I mean. I mean, like, get the fuck away from me, man. She's got to realize, you know, if you're, if you're two guys sitting there and there's no conversation going on, that's the time you jump in yes. as a bartender and talk and try to spark up the conversation. Uh -huh. Get those two guys talking, and then you leave, and hopefully the conversation continues, and you go on and do what you have to do. And then, you know, the, the other thing is you can't, get, you can't get locked in a conversation. That happens all the time. You know, you start talking to somebody, and then meanwhile down the bar, there's somebody who's waiting and has an empty glass. That's a problem, too, you know. It's, it's, you gotta, that's, a, that's a hard thing to break away from a conversation somebody might be telling you something important or you know important to them and uh and telling you about their life whatever and you're like uh yeah 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 and then you i don't know what i do i guess i back up a little back up a little look down the bar and notice that somebody's you know empty and uh be like yeah cool you know or i'll be right back or whatever but but uh yeah you're right you gotta you gotta you gotta pick your moments you know <laughs> you know that situation where you're with somebody you hadn't seen in a long time you want to talk to to the person you don't want to talk to the bartender so it, it just freaked me out man it pissed me off and it was just like and then like i felt bad for her because i realized she was a mess yeah. her life is a mess like mm -hmm. you know you 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 bartend to work just to go to another bar and drink like what's yeah. the point of that like yeah. yeah i get it but like don't you want don't you have a goal like you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. and it's just like and then i just just dealt with it and i was just like it just pissed me off man and i don't I know it. it just i thought you would find that funny because we talk about it all the time like you, you know as a like again you know no no timing you got to observe as yeah. a bartender sure you got to you know and you just you i don't i, I want to know nothing about you like <laughs> you don't exist I'm paying for this. Yeah. I'm paying to ignore you, and I'm paying for you to ignore me, <laughs> and just every now and then, just give me a drink. I mean, just that's the agreement, uh -huh. and you, you're you're avoiding that agreement, you know. <laughs> so I just I get so mad because like I always do that, you know. When I see people, and people love that, you know, they want to be left alone, and it's great, you know. You're not disturbing mm -hmm. them; they're getting stuff off. It's 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 cool to be at a bar. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and like you know, like I said, I wanted to enjoy that, not have to worry about. Oh, I gotta do this. Like, I got to just sit and just stare at bottles. It was the coolest fucking thing. Talk. I'm just, I'm just talking to her, and every now and then I'm like, "This is nice," you know. Like for a change, I just can just talk, and uh -huh. I got, you know, and then she had like that, like, <laughs> like that oh, fucking voice, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just like, get the fuck away from me, man, <laughs> dude. Like cluttering chaos. Uh, like That's what say, I thought. Now you're the focus of a podcast. <laughs> 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 <It's> funny. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I did to you. I mean, honestly. But I, that's it, man. Always great conversations when Vano's in the studio here with me, and I uh, look forward to having, having him back here very soon. In the meantime, I'm going to Tales of the Cocktail today. 
today, July 15th, 2014. And uh, I'm sure to make all kinds of new friends down there, have great conversations, and collect some great audio that uh, I can share with you. Uh, some of that's going to be exclusive to Tales 365, which uh, you can go to talesofthecocktail.com and find out more information about that. And uh, some of it will be featured here on Bartender Journey. Hey, I want to thank my buddy Ozeal for the new intro and outro, the voiceover that you hear at the beginning and the end of the show now. That's my buddy Ozeal's voice, and he he has a great voice. He has his own podcast. It's called the No Permission Needed Podcast, and you should check it out. It's all about being an entrepreneur, uh, channeling your creative instincts into business opportunities. And among other things, he's a bartender, and he's been a guest here on the Bartender Journey podcast not once but twice, episodes 50 and 52. Hey, if you want to get in touch with me, please email me at vince.bartender at gmail.com, or you can find me on Twitter at barkeeptips. Our website is bartenderjourney.net. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. It's Bartender Journey, and you can find us there. Or you can find us on bartenderjourney.net. Cheers. I look forward to talking to you again when I get back from Tales of the Cocktail. Thanks for listening to the Bartender Journey podcast. For more info, check out bartenderjourney.net. Yeah.